Welcome to the My Life is the Medicine podcast, where we get off the never-ending search for more and take an inward gaze to find how our lives have already taught us profound truths. Rather than turning outward to experts or gurus, we talk with ordinary people and reflect inwardly about the life journey and everything felt, thought, and experienced along the way. Join us in casual conversation and reflective dialogue to discover how simply living a normal life, reflecting on our own life experiences, has already given us all the expertise we need. Hosted by Chuck Hancock, an ordinary human who has lived life in many roles, like psychotherapist, software engineer, school teacher, orphan, adoptee, father, brother, mentor, coach, ceremonialist, and more. Chuck is a weaver of wisdom, from modern-day psychology to ancient wisdom of indigenous and European roots, creating alchemy from everyday modern American life. Thanks for joining us today in the second part of our conversation with our guest. If you missed the first part of the conversation, you might want to go back and listen to that one first, or at very least read the show notes so you know who it is that we're talking to but I think that you'd be really well served to check out that first episode. So if you haven't heard that one yet, go back one episode and listen to the first part of the conversation to hear the foundation of where we're coming from, and then come back to this one to dive into the rest of our conversation, exploring how our guest's life has provided them with so much medicine for their own life and the rest of the people that share it with them. So don't miss the backstory. Go check that out and come back. We'll be here. And if you're ready, here we go. Gawain, I, you know, obviously you shared some of the challenges in childhood. I wonder, like, once you got on your path of art and dance and drum, were there ever times that you struggled or were doubting the path then um, as well? Okay, so um, when it comes to that, that underlying challenges, mm-hmm. You know, it is underlying challenges. And um, because I'm African and found myself in the Western culture, mm-hmm. the system is different. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to learn how to navigate. Mm. You know, I have to learn how to navigate to be able to do well. Right. But I still cannot lose my personality, mm. mm-hmm. the person that I am. Right. It is very difficult for me to lose it because when I'm going up straight, I can't tell. Mm. You know, when I need to take a break, I can't tell. It's just like a manual in my life. Like a what? A manual. Mm. you know, uh, 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 a guide, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. you know, in my life to, to look and then say, okay, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't do drug, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'll get here, then I'll begin to do drug, mm. right? And some, something will click my mind that, no, you don't do drug. You just started learning this. This is not who you are, mm. by example, right? Mm-hmm. Then that began, you know, to ring in my ear. I have to stop. Right. You know, um, you're not a thief. 
from your culture, you're not a thief. You don't steal. Mm. So how come you're stealing, mm. right? Then that click your mind, like, no, step back. Right. You move into a, a direction that is not who you are, right? Right. Even though the world is evolving, that, you know, there will be a change. Yes, there, is, there are some changes, you know, like ways, I think, um, I will say how I was brought up also examine my new way of thinking. Right. You know, and it helps me to make a very proper decision. Right. Yeah, you've learned how to evaluate the circumstances and choose how to act. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so when I'm with you, I'm very jovial. Mm -hmm. I'm very outgo per person, you know, but I'm very watchful. Mm. You know, I observe, I look at things and knowing, oh, okay, so this is Chuck. This is what, you know, Chuck does. Okay, so who is he as human? Mm. You know, and mm -hmm. that is very deep because people can pretend. Right, right. Yeah. You know, that is very deep and it takes time for me. You know, so you will see me going back and forth like that mm. until I figure out, oh, okay, this is the kind of human he is. Mm. And I will know how to live with you. Mm. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah, makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So to my circumstances and uh, my lifestyle right now, I always, I always thank how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Because it has carved the person I have become. Right. You know, down to earth, mm. ready to learn, mm -hmm. ready to go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. I don't see myself, even though when I have conversation with some people, I said, okay, this person is lacking some maturity right there. But, you know... Um, they still have something for me to learn. I sober. Yeah. I'm humble. Mm. I wanted to learn. With that, it makes you click with the person. It makes both of you click. Right. The person doesn't feel vulnerable mm -hmm. before you. That, oh, you know, um, I feel so vulnerable or I feel less when I'm with Godwin, you know, I feel uncomfortable because he have these values that I don't, you know, have. No, I make sure that I make it more open, mm -hmm. safe, so you feel that it's a learning process or learning point for me, so you should also consider it that way. Right, right. Not try to be a boss. Right. Yeah. You know, mm. yes. Yeah. So it is it is a way like that for me till now. You know, my life now, I still I still don't see myself 
as the great person that humility humbleness and respect i maintain mm-hmm. you know because i don't want to disrespect anybody and i don't want people disrespecting me right so i keep that path very very tight right you know and when it comes to my culture too i respect my culture yeah because that's your roots that's where you came from that is it yeah yeah well when you say you don't you know make yourself out to be great like what i think that is really i appreciate about you that i think is so fantastic is that you're so solid in yourself Uh it doesn't make you better than somebody else but you're also not able to sacrifice yourself Yes. And sometimes I think people in this culture might see that as trying to be great, but it's not. I really get the distinction that mm-hmm. you are because, like, as we've been talking today, I really get how, like, from a very young age, you've really been fighting for yourself and who you are. Yes. You know, kind of literally with your dad. Yes. And then out into the world. Um, yes. And that's really strengthened that for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I think it's a good thing one one will say they have a very tough you know time or tough moment in their life and uh, they feel traumatized mm-hmm. you know by by their life and uh, how they grew up at times be positive mm-hmm. you know at times it's good to be positive look at the positive side of your mm-hmm. growth mm-hmm you know, yours is better than others. Right, right. You know, sometimes I look at myself, I say, oh, I don't have a car, I don't have a house, I don't have, you know, airplane, I don't, <laughs> I don't, you know, have a million dollars in my account, you know, and what am I doing? Am I behind? No. <laughs> because there are young, young People out there, they're sick. Right. They're Very. sick. Very sick. You know, they're sick. I mean, not <laughs> sick in bed, but they're mentally ill. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. So that is expensive. Mm-hmm. To me, that yes. is very expensive. Their worth cannot heal them. Right. You know, their their forefathers or their fathers, their parents have left them millions of dollars, but they're, they're not happy. Right, right. You know, so when I see myself, I said, <laughs> you are rich, man. Mm-hmm. You are rich because I, I, you will not see me on medication. Like I go to hospital to go do medical check, just physical check. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to ask me, are you on any medication no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know because the body has consumed or eaten only positive things mm. right i think positively i make sure that my body first because that produce the thinking right so what i consume i make sure that I treat you good to be treated good. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't want my conscience to be fighting me. Mm. I want to be free from my conscience. Mm. 
So that's why whoever comes, you know, across my path will only say good things. Right, right. Unless the person mean bad and they didn't, you know. Then it uh, has nothing to do they, with you. They didn't get. <laughs> yeah. Then they will say, oh, you stubborn because you didn't let us do this. Right. You know, but um, with humanity, I treat everybody the same. Mm. Whether you're young, old, white, black, blue, mm -hmm. you know, I see, I see myself through you. Mm -hmm. Now, is this a Godwin thing? Is this a Ghanaian culture thing? You know, you said you grew up and spent some time in more ghetto type areas. Is it is a lot of people like this, or is this how you've developed out of this? Okay, this is my life, and this yeah. is how I grew up. Uh -huh. Ghanaians have. We all have individual life stories, uh -huh. but with similarities, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Because the cultures are a little bit similar. Mm -hmm. So there are challenges, especially in my culture. <laughs> Cultural tradition is highly demanded, mm -hmm. you know. So that uh, patriarchy standard of mindset, you know... Um, one command that's it nobody challenge it mm -hmm. i grew up through that mm. you know and i try to break that you know not to be that commander mm. not to just put one word down and nobody changes it right you know it has really brought a lot of people down you know made a lot of people not able to make it, survive it, because of one person. Hmm. So I have learned to make a room for others, hmm. to pave way for the less who doesn't have the mouth to speak. Yeah, That's why that triggered me to see uh, the lady, Joyce, mm -hmm. who struggled with the drumming thing and uh, how she came out with it. And I said, no, let me put a highlight. And nobody has seen that in her. To be able to document just that, right. to make it a learning process or learning tool for others to motivate themselves to be able to pave the way, right? So that motivates me to be able to see her challenge. Right, right. You know, so when it comes to the Ghanaian culture, it's a very loving culture, but very strict tradition. Mm. You know, the right. tradition, is, tradition is very, very strict. Right. You know, you cannot... Um, do certain things in certain areas. You can't say certain things in certain areas. Mm -hmm. You know, you will be held responsible. Mm. You know, and so if you know all this, you know how to tiptoe. Mm -hmm. You know, you know how to step. Mm -hmm. You know, not to offend someone because... Some have really taken and soaked in it, and they are very rigid. 
do not want to loosen up for certain space to work. Right. They're very rigid with it. That is somehow a little bit difficult for a certain moment. Mm -hmm. You know, because I believe some of the cultures or some of the tradition, you know, happen during certain time. Mm -hmm. Right. And some of them need to be loosened up. Right. Right. For the current situation. Sure. Yeah. You know, and I stand in for that just because of my life, how I grew up and I got stopped here and there not to like do this, not to do that, get beaten, get that, that I feel it's time to fight for you know, uh, certain rules right. that, you know, happened, you know, 15, 18. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So that have to be looked at. It really helped, but some has been a stumbling block right. in this time of the world we're living in. Right. You know, so I like, you know, people to know that as time goes on, things changes, mm -hmm. right? Things changes. Sometimes you don't necessarily have to change. You as the person, you know, because it might not go your favor. Mm -hmm. You know, it might not go on your favor. Right. You have to keep calm to maintain your speedometer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because a lot of people, they go by what they see. Right. Or they, they, they are moved by others. You always need to stand your ground. You mm. always need to know where or when you need to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, not... Having the freedom, oh, freedom of speech. You know, I have my, you know, I have my freedom to, to be able to express my, sometimes you don't need to speak. Right. Your actions will speak for you. Right, right. You know, sometimes you don't need to speak. You just have to stay calm to steady the moment. Hmm. You know, just because they said freedom of speech, freedom of doing this, freedom, some is not freedom. Some is to just, to get you. It's a trap to get you hmm. to fall in. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because it is not set for you. Hmm. That's why you always need to take a little step back to examine that moment right. before you strike. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know if you have a specific example in mind, but I, I, one thing that comes to mind is, is how people get so riled up and so upset about little things sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, and then, oh, I need to speak out about this. And then going from this thing to this thing to this thing to this thing, and in a way, maybe that feels a little bit like a trap, but like they've now just sucked your energy into all of these different things rather than stepping back and seeing what is the right thing to exactly. do or Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes they just you know, open the gate for you to fall victim. Yeah. 
you know, because he didn't take time to study what the path really is mm -hmm. or where it is taking you to. Right. You know, and yes, certain conversation or topics needs to be looked at. Mm -hmm. But my question is, are you knowledgeable mm. to talk or speak about it? Right. Or you were just moved by the crowd mm -hmm. that everybody's saying, hey, hey, hey. You also say, hey. Mm -hmm. Now, when you when you say, hey, you'll be surprised that your A has been so loud that they ask you, come and explain yourself. Why did you say A? <laughs> then you are like, oh, I feel, you know, everybody's saying A, so I just add my voice to say A. Mm -hmm. You're in trouble. Mm -hmm. You cannot express yourself. You only heard the crowd saying A right. for you to step back. So this is the wisdom. Mm -hmm. For you to step back, to examine or critically think, to examine why people saying A to this, mm -hmm. or yes, let me put it this way, mm -hmm. or yes to this, or no to this. Right. Have you stepped back to think critically before adding your voice, or you just adding your voice to make a number to the voice. Right, exactly. Or to project the voice. No. If not, always you will get yourself disappointed. Right. Well, and to connect this back to what we were just talking about before that, this is a question I'm always wrestling with of like, what of tradition needs to be honored and kept and what of tradition needs to change? Um, you know, sometimes like, you know, we can get caught up in the, well, let's just change it all. Right. Versus like the, what is the wisdom and tradition and, uh, in the Lakota, uh, there's, I've heard people say, you know, change yourself, don't change the ceremony. Um, and there's, I think there's wisdom in that, but then also like you were talking about before with, with Joyce and for other people that probably don't know, this is a Ghanaian female drummer, female drummer yeah. where, um, you know, the Ghanaian tradition isn't that women drum, and mm -hmm. so Godwin is helping to um, elevate her so yes. that she can she can drum and, and let more women drum. So, yes. like, how do we wrestle with this? When do we change? When is it the right thing? When are we just following the crowd? When, you know, do you have thoughts? I had something in your sentence right now. You can change as human being, but don't change the tradition or don't change the ritual. Mm -hmm. Okay. You cannot change as a human being or as a person mm -hmm. and still perform the same ceremony mm. because you will lose that connection. Mm -hmm. You will definitely lose because there's, there's a process that you need to believe in. There's a process that you need to acknowledge. Right. Now, as a person, you've gone past through that. You said, oh, I don't need that, but I think we should keep on celebrating that ceremony. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you will lose that uniqueness. You will lose the quality. You will lose the effect of that ceremony. Mm -hmm. If you want to connect, if you want to continue to celebrate a ceremony, 
you have to be part of that ceremony. Mm-hmm. You just don't go in there and said, oh, let's celebrate this ceremony. You will not have the effects that our ancestors or forefathers get from it. Mm-hmm. Do they perform this ceremony to evoke rain? What do they look for? What kind of heart do they process themselves through to be able to evoke rain? Mm -hmm. That's why they perform that ceremony. You've gone past those, you know, uh, uh, um, feel those connections. And you only perform the ceremony in a material way. Right. Or in a in a way that you feel okay it is the month of uh february and so let's just have this ceremony mm-hmm. no the ceremony came up on a purpose right you know no ceremony in this world happen incidentally right you know it happened on a purpose you know, so through that purpose, people get to, you know, have a result. Not just performing it, but the result of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that, as people, we've run, gone past it, but we still want to maintain that ceremony. We will not have that connection or the result. Right, right. And I think what I heard you just say, too, is that, like, if you're fully involved in bringing your full self to it, then maybe there's still the right alignment. Yes. But um, if any sort of separation, disconnect doesn't work. Exactly. And yeah. we are disconnected. Right, right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we are disconnected mm-hmm. from our own self mm-hmm. as human. Mm-hmm. That connection is no more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just by saying, okay, example, you acquired all this, you know, wealth and um, uh, riches, right? But you have no connection with others. It looks like nobody likes you. Mm -hmm. You have to pay money for people to like you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have to throw party to be able to have people around you. Mm -hmm. You know. If you don't throw a party, nobody wants to come. Mm-hmm. You've lost it. Right. Yeah. This is richness that money cannot buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can say, oh, when I throw a party, I have tons of people come to my house. They only come and married with you because of your wealth. Right. Because you have some money to throw a party, they are in to eat and leave. But do they think about you as a human being that, hey, let me just call this person and check on them. Right. Let me just go knock their door and say hello. Mm -hmm. You will never find that. Mm -hmm. You can only see someone knocking at your door to solicit or ask you of uh, a help or bring in your business. Right. Right. 
but you will not have that connection whereby you sit with people, have a very clean and healthy conversation mm-hmm. that will make you go sleep and sleep well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know for myself, I've worked to cultivate this one-on-one with people like, like you and I are doing today. And with my clients, sometimes when I try to raise this, it's, um, uh, it's terrifying to give up the, um, well, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm making sense here. I don't want to stop throwing the parties because if I do, then, then I wouldn't have anything, right? <laughs> but Yes, um, <laughs> yes but because yeah. you've dwelled in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've dwelled in the riches, right. knowing that, you know, I have the money, so friends will come. They're not friends. Right. They are people who got attracted by the material you have. Mm-hmm. You only throw that invitation for them to come around because you need them. Do they need you? Right. Right. They don't need you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is very difficult for such a person to understand how to connect. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and you can have both, but you have to understand the how to connect. You need to understand it. Because I can hear my clients arguing with you almost, of like, oh, but I have friends, and that when I lost my job, he called, right? You know? Exactly. <laughs> but, um, you need to understand it. Yeah. yeah. And it is hard to understand because you have a conflict of material mm-hmm. and self-esteem mm-hmm. of a person your respect right. of who you are. Yeah. Are you humble? Mm-hmm. You're not. Right. You know, so it is very difficult mm-hmm. for both to connect. Well, and I would say, like, you know, what I've been hearing through our conversation today, like, humble, yes, and do you know who you are? Because yes. I don't know if you've encountered it, Godwin, but in our culture, sometimes there's like a false humility mm. that people can take on as well of like, oh, you know, everybody else is great and I'm very meek and whatever. Um, but that's not really humility. <laughs> yes, that is not the humility. Right. You know, when, when they said you're humble to something, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you've lost yourself as a person. Right, exactly. You know your value. Right. You know, you know your value. And you want to share your value. Right. You want people to understand who you are. Right. You don't want to be mean, you know, Mm. to be authoritarian for them to understand you. Right. You know, first of all, you need to understand who is the soul that is standing before you. Right. You know, before they can understand you, mm-hmm. you know. So me coming to this culture, I will not communicate with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because whatever you say, I say, oh, this doesn't make sense, you know. But I need to calm myself down to be able to understand what you see through your mind eye Mm -hmm. you know that oh okay so this is how you think it doesn't align with mine but 
where is the smartness here mm-hmm. with what you're saying where is the wisdom right you know i wanted to tap into that but if i cannot find nothing i see you to be empty mm. now how can i feel you <laughs> makes you full you know with wisdom right fill you up with some kind of knowledge you know ideas not to intimidate you no mm-hmm. to help you understand yourself as a value right you know because one might think well godwin i'm not worth it i'm just this awful awful guy you know i'm too bad godwin i'm too bad i'm not i'm not no you already judge yourself right you know you you judge yourself and that is not good you already killed the you know the soul so the soul cannot even function mm. because anything the soul is or wanted to produce you as the person say you see the negative as aspect of it mm. you know you're living you you're on this earth going back and forth working meeting others and you still see yourself not worth it mm-hmm. you are adding some value to someone but you just don't know yourself right <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know because you feel you know you nobody mm-hmm. you are worthless right you are somebody mm-hmm. you have a soul you just can't find yourself right you know which is the difficult part yeah it is a very difficult part that's why one will have low self esteem mm-hmm. um they've lost that value to engage with people so they better lock themselves in the do- in a, in their rooms right right which is why i think your path has been so brilliant godwin to that you've every step of the way been able to teach yourself um i think there's there's a lot of wisdom and riches in our education system that there's we have access to so much information and knowledge yes, yes. that can help but it's got to come from the this is who i am and this is what i'm doing with my life yes right? otherwise it can get confusing yes it's all scattered right right and sometimes in the education arena i see power foul in there mhm i see a lot of challenges competition in there right that who is better who is smarter than who you know, i don't i don't look at that <laughs> in a person everybody have some kind of uniqueness right you just didn't find it right you know that charming everybody naturally have it right you don't need to go to school to to discover it right you know because the school enlighten you to a lot of things but bring you that politics of power mhm 
how can I overpower these people? They're nobody. You know, I have I have a PhD in this. I'm a doctor. I'm this, so I'm better. No, that is not you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you are only trained to see it that way. Right. That's why when you grow, you begin to come back to say, no, I'm losing something. I think I'm lacking something. You know, I would love to see this happening. But because you've been swerved to know that this is the way to think, now when you come to yourself, you can't even see yourself. Right. All you see yourself is, I'm a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can see myself, oh, I'm Chuck. Right. You know, this is what I stand for. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to see happen. You know, even though you are a doctor or you are an engineer. Right. You know, but you find yourself. Yeah. That is just a profession that you go fix people's car, mm-hmm. fix people's body, mm-hmm. <laughs> fix people. But yourself as human being. Right. You've lost it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see it. I, I love that you just brought in a car because I see a profession as a vehicle. Like if you're in alignment with who you are, your profession can be how you're bringing yourself out into the world, the world. but not the other way around. Not the other way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's it's a very challenging, you know, topic when you talk about, you know, connecting, connection, you know, um, being, being as a, a person and human mm-hmm. and... Um, to to be humble you know with humility and respect mm-hmm. it's a very very top you know top you know um uh topic to to raise because there are people out there who want to take you for granted right you know there are people out there who want to step on you right, right. you know and that's when you bite them by telling them what they ne- they need to hear right <laughs> You know, it is a very tough, you know, time. But once you know yourself, that value is there. Yeah. You know, that value is there. And you will get yourself well grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the most important value, I think. It is. Not the, the job or profession or PhD or, or, or even being on stage, right? You on know, stage, <laughs> yes. Because I mean, that's great too. But I know, you, I know I'm a performer, yes. Yeah. But after the show or after the performance, what else? Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I perform, you know, um, the crowd like my show and uh, I'm done now. Who is Godwin? Mm-hmm. You are right. some kind of a beast, mm. you know, in your own shells, mm. you know. But people see you at your job that you're good, you're great, because you learn how to fix cars. You right. learn how to perform. Right. You know how to do this. Yeah. But in your private, you know, life, you are a beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have that peaceful environment, very, uh, you know, motivated, you know, environment that people come and tap into and feel good. Right. You know, I mean, there are people that, you know, have been around with the, you know, after the, they get their profession, 
you know, done, when they go back to their various homes, they are of different, you know, people altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, some are good, some are ugly. Right. You know, yes, you can call that as a, their private life. Mm-hmm. And that's what we really need. That private life, that's the energy that energy you bring into the world right exactly like we were talking about with ritual or ceremony is like you're bringing your humanity to whatever it is that you're doing yes don't just keep it at home don't put it out in the world but but bring yourself bring yourself yeah fully yeah you know and that is why when i'm around you you feel that energy Mm -hmm. you feel that energy because i carry it along Right. Right. Even though we play drum and dance and whatever, you can feel something separate aside that. Right. You know, because that's that is the common ground we have is the drumming. Mm-hmm. But aside that, what next? Who is Chuck? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or who is Godwin? Exactly. You know, and yeah. that is what I'm sharing with you this, you know, hot afternoon, you know. (laughs) So um, if you want to know much about Godwin, if you want to know much about me, you know, this is my story. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is my story. And um, it's not, I will not call it the ugliest, you know, story, but it's a story that really carved me and uh, made me who I am, you know. Um... Those moments, I will call it tough time, but this moment, I'll call it good time because yeah. it has, I took, I picked the positive, you know, the positive aspect of my growth into my adult life. That's right. Yeah. You know, so being at the age of 42, I see myself 60 hmm. because of the way I think. I barely have, you know, friends of my age because I cannot have a conversation. Mm. They will tell me what I don't need Hmm. because they might not have that kind of quality of wisdom. Right. Right. Because they might be privileged to, you know, one or the other, so they will be talking about certain things that is okay, but... I might not need it, mm-hmm. you know. So, at my age, I feel I, I'm, you know, like I'm filled up, mm-hmm. you know, with the knowledge, the wisdom, the guide, the guideline that will, you know, uh, um, check my foot, check my footsteps, check my life. I have it, mm-hmm. right? And so sometimes I tell people, please don't pressure me. <laughs> <laughs> please don't pressure me because I'm on my own pace. Right. Yes. Yeah. If you want it quick, we cannot, you know, much mm. because I make sure that every step in my life, I'm well grounded to it. Right. I don't need to get to you know the 
fifth floor to know that, oh, I'm able to get to the fifth floor. But you don't know what happens in all the floors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't know what happened in these offices from floor one to floor five. Mm -hmm. You only saw yourself in floor one and then you quickly jump onto floor five. Right. Meanwhile, two and three and four have interesting things that are happening. You've missed it. Right. Yep. And they're just as important. Yes. So it's good to take your time and see yourself and go at your own pace. Mm -hmm. I know the world is running. Technolo te technology, you know, is rolling faster than we're thinking. That's why we're losing a lot behind. Right. Yes, we're losing that kind of joy, that wisdom, that medicine of life, that, you know communication you know we've lost it mm -hmm. now we are on phone more than you know communicating with human right right yeah you can be in this room i can only call you to talk to you than just to come to you and say hey chuck um how you doing mm -hmm. yes which is good but we are losing the richness of life. Yeah. You have to go back, as we were saying earlier. Yes. And I think that, and I hope that everyone will probably be able to hear your groundedness and hear your wisdom in our conversation today, but I also Thank wanted you. to share this little story that, you know, my wife uh, was starting to see a body worker in town um, for her back pain and happened to mention uh, drum and dance. And, and she's like, oh, do you know Godwin? Godwin is one of the most grounded people I've ever met. So <laughs> is, is that uh, um, Heather? It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, Heather, uh, the type of uh, work she does. Yeah. Um, she, the first time I went to her, um, my back, uh -huh. yes, you know, because of uh, the dance, I was, you know, uh, dancing. I used to dance vigorously, mm -hmm. so it affected. Oh, you don't still dance vigorously? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's better. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, when I tell you, when I finish dancing, you see vapor coming from my head. Mm. Vapor, because the heat inside me is, you know. So um, that jumping and stretching, hitting all the way ground, you know. Yeah. It was, you know, my spinal was like that. Oh. You know, so uh, when it triggered, I go through pain, but I still dance. <laughs> you know, so I went and saw her, and she was like, Godwin, you're the only person, um, uh, apart from the Tibetan, you know, Tibetan, I think Tibetan, Tibetan yeah, yeah mm -hmm. uh, person, one guy, you know, she touched. You are, I feel your energy, you know, like you are so in line, hmm. you know. So because of that, 
I feel she tap into my energy a lot. Mm. So even if she have a lot of clients and I call her, hey, can I come in? She will say, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll be done at three o'clock, but you can come in four o'clock. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? I mean, she have, uh, she told me a lot of things about my body and she's like, just keep doing the same thing you do. Just keep thinking the way you think. Mm. You look more healthier in your body mm. because your spirit is more aligned, mm-hmm. you know? And I said, yes, it's, it is the person that's the person i am you know i like positivity mm-hmm. so i feed myself with only positive stuff yeah and i let the negative go mm-hmm. how do i let it go is by not thinking about it or dwelling in it mm. if something happened to me it's part of the life yeah it's part of the experience do I have to dwell in it? No. <laughs> I put it aside and focus on the positive things. Yeah. You know, so you're right. You know, mm-hmm. that's Heather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's Heather. You know, she keep yeah. telling me about, I think, you know, um, I told her about the drumming healing. Uh-huh. You know, she keep telling me that I should do it, you know, because it's a very, very good, you know, um, uh, thing to ground people, to help people to feel that, you know, uh, vibration. Right. You know, it's very good for her. She feel that will add up, you know, to people's, you know, health. Right. You know, but how to do that? you need to put in more thinking to right. it. I think we had a such conversation, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, before, Yeah. you know, so those are like um, the journey. It takes time and it, it I'm ta- you know, like it wasn't yesterday, but right. I think this happened, you know, uh, last year okay. or so that we had a conversation. Yeah. I still have that patience to think about it very critically before you know, I will know what I'm doing. Right. You know, that's why I said when you have people like, you know, um, uh, uh, Kale and then you as a team, we have, you know, all this set up for the person to go through all this process. Right. Will bring the person to a place of rest. Yeah. Yeah. Because you being a psychologist, uh, Kale being acupuncturist, mm-hmm. and uh, me being a sound person, mm-hmm. you know, not just the sound, grounded in the culture of vibration drumming, right, will help the person in the whole process of what how they're feeling about themselves and what they're doing that is not really working right you know and it is hard to find it is not easy to find right you know in terms of drumming healing right you know to the western 
Right. Well, there's a lot of people that are doing like what we call like new age type things. You know, well they'll be like a sound, uh, uh, yeah, sound healing Tell or me, like yeah. shamanic drumming or yeah. things. But what what I'm excited about with the, what you and I are talking about is that it, it's it is rooted in 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 the earth and in tradition, yes. right? And it, this is a, a new branch. Yes. Um, not just something we're creating out of thin air. Yes. Right? I've been told a friend <laughs> of mine to do sound for. Uh, animals like dog, mm. you know, who are like you know everywhere they cannot be stable. Yeah, you know. And uh, he was like, "God, when you're crazy." I said, "Yes," <laughs> because these same animals feed on our energy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they feed on our energy. They rely on us. I said it won't cost anything. You know, some few bucks, we go through the whole process and, you know, it's just taking, it's like taking your dog to see a, a counselor. Right. <laughs> you know, take the the dog to a pet, you know, hospital, you know, to the vet. Right. It's the same process. I say it's the same process, just that I don't give the orthodox medication for them to take, but I give them a feel of because they feed on us, they mm. feel our energy, mm-hmm. you know. So we will just have drums around and we play for them to see how they feel mm-hmm. while we put them in the middle. Mm-hmm. My pug does that all the time when I'm drumming at home, he'll come and lay right by the drum. Thank you, yeah. He does it. You see? Mm-hmm. And not all, you know, pets, you know, have this right. privilege or opportunity. <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah. So I feel any living thing that, you know, living with us should have a share of uh-huh. this. You know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone like that, Kale said, you know, I spoke to someone, you know, a few days and... The person, oh, I know Godwin. I said, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> and Darcy said, yeah, I know that feeling. I said, a lot of people know me, but I don't know them. Yeah. I don't know who they are. <laughs> you know, And it's good that way because I found myself in this city, um, in uh, Fort Collins, mm-hmm. and I'm more privileged, you know, because mm-hmm. um, it's a place that has low diversity, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to be part of the contributors. Right, right. You know, to make a change. Yeah, definitely. You know, in my own field, not to, like, worry about others. Right, right, definitely. You know, so it's good. It's very good. And it's good you invited me today to come and then share, you know, um, a few stories uh, about me and um, who I am and uh, my spiritual background, my life, and all that yeah. And um, um, yeah, I pray the ancestors, you know, guide these stories and uh, uh, let this touch uh, the heart of, you know, someone who really, you know, need that medication, yes. you know, to be able to tap into it, to, yes. you know, better theirs or heal from their pains. Yes. 
yes, agreed. Yes, that's what it's all about. And, <laughs> and you know, like the title of this podcast, My Life is the Medicine, you know, it's only through you st- sharing your stories, Godwin, stories, yeah. of, of your life and, and, you know, your challenges and your lessons and the gifts and the beauty that you've yeah. brought into this world. Mm-hmm. And, and like this, the stories that you've shared today have definitely enriched my heart. So thank yeah. you so much, Godwin. And and thank you for being a part of our community and uh, look forward to how our paths continue to grow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I pray we all grow and have gray hair. Yes. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> With less pain. Yeah, with less pain, exactly. <laughs> with less pain. Still drumming and dancing and laughing and having a good time. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Um, I think we you have uh, other things to take care of. Yep. You know, but, so. We'll end with that. Yeah. Till next time. Yes. Thank, thank you. you, Godwin. <laughs> Thank you for listening to My Life is the Medicine. We hope our guest story this week has inspired you to look closer at your own life. Maybe you heard some of your own story and their story through many of these experiences are common, ordinary experiences. And maybe something about their story was unique, which also might have inspired you to think about how your life, too, is unique. Either way, We hope our story today has helped you to see that your life, too, is the medicine. If you'd like to consider diving deeper into your own story and sharing your story with others, we hope you might consider joining us on a future episode. And if not, that's okay, too. We hope you'll continue listening, keep reflecting, and help you see how your life, too, is the medicine. Take good care, and we'll see you next time.